got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah. I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Hot shit. Hit it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 57 of the I've Heard It Both Ways podcast. That just reminded me of country grammar. <laughs> That's what it is. Is this thing on? Yeah. Um, so you posed this question before. Uh you asked about the baby's god godparents, godfather. Uh, we haven't decided, and we haven't decided if we're doing that. Do they? Does do those words mean anything anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. Because people are always like, "Oh yeah, I'm their godparents." Blah, blah blah. The way I was, the way I understood a godfather and godmother growing up was that if anything happened to your parents your godparents would take over. Yeah. Is that how you understand that's, it? That's my understanding as well, but also you, it seems like you get preferential treatment by them. I guess, but like, I think that was, if you appoint one of your siblings as God, one of the godparents, mm-hmm. um, odds are, if they're normal people, they're going to like spoil the kid anyways, right? Yeah, um, I well, I mean, I'm just speaking from experience. Like, my sister's godmother was one of um, Julie's friends, and they would, like, literally just stop by the house and drop shit off for, like, gifts for men randomly. Like, here you go, we, we thought of you, we got this. And everyone, we would all just have to sit there like assholes. Who, I was going to say, like, <laughs> that kind of, like, really makes you think, who were your godparents and what were they doing? Well, I mean, it de- it depends, but... You know, I I definitely also got preferential treatment from my godfather. I didn't. My um, my godparents, one was my mom's sister. The other one was my dad's brother. And I did not get preferential treatment. No. I didn't know that they were my godparents until I was like eight or nine. Because <laughs> I saw like pictures of the christening and stuff. Uh, Baptism, yeah, yeah, christening, yeah. same thing. Interchangeable, maybe. You sure. Father PJ? Well, you know, you the, are the Church ordained. of Spiritual Humanism doesn't <laughs> doesn't recognize such things things of that nature. We're not trying to drown babies over here. <laughs> All right. Kristen was like, we were watching some movie and it was just out in the background. And she was just like, oh, so are we going to get Mackenzie baptized? And I was just like, yeah, here. And had like a cup of water and just spritzed her. Just Go did, with Christ, brah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dog the Bonnie too, Hunter. Too bad. Too bad if you you didn't have a if you had a boy you could have named him Kyle and baptized him with Monster. I mean, we can still baptize her with Monster, but she's not going to have a Monster related name. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's probably not Monster approved. It won't take. Speaking of trash bags, um, Kristen and I watch like Floor Bam Shore because you know we're all about like Jersey Shore and. Double shot at love. Shout out Marissa Lucchese. Um, 
and I was asking her if she ever watched Party Down South. Did you ever watch Party Down South? No. Party Down South was like the hillbilly Jersey Shore, and there was a lot of monster drinking and Dodge Ram four-wheeling. Probably not promoting the Newport smoking so much. Uh, No, more promoting the Copenhagen dipping. Sure, sure, sure. Except I'm sure it was more like Kodiak or something. Yeah, welfare bear. (laughs) Yes. Kodiak definitely is the welfare bear. Also, on that same topic, uh, as I know you've also traveled abroad, have you ever watched Geordie Shore? I haven't watched it, but... My cousin's husband, as you know, is from England. Oh, yes. I've asked him about it. And he's, like, offended by it. Yeah. And I'm like, you you understand that, like, we don't think that all English people are like this. I think he's extra offended by that because that's where he's from. It's by where he's from. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, a lot of people from the Geordie Shore are on the challenge. Really? Which, so, we have... We were. I, we should probably get back and talk to that real world person to see if they want to come on the podcast. Sure, but they don't do the real world anymore. Like it's not a thing. They don't have any more. No, episodes. we're just in the fake world. Do you remember Real World Road Rules Challenge? Yes, because that was a great show. <clears throat> they need to like bring that back and get rid of this regular challenge because they're like pulling. For people to be on the challenge, they're pulling like bottom of the barrel. Like they have a ton of shows in different countries now that are like knockoff. Yeah, they're not knockoff. They're talking about the same people, it's, but they're it's, just it's, yeah, it's just a different. Yeah, yeah. And so like a bunch of half the Jordy Shortcast is on the challenge. Interesting. And English accents are sometimes very hard to understand. And when you're a trash bag Englishman and have like a hillbilly accent, it's very hard to understand. <laughs> and that's what all these people are. Yeah, it's. Pretty fantastic. I watched a lot of Geordie Shore when I was in Ireland, uh, mainly because of the getting like adjusted to the time difference. I would be wide awake. I would be wide awake at like four thirty in the morning, and that's the kind of trash that's on at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> well, it's nice to know that UK MTV just plays the same like they run the same schedule just with their uh, own shows. Yeah, with their own shows. Sure, it's great. Um. So that, and then the hotel bar was a real, real awesome. And I would go, to, go down there and drink Guinness at like five in the morning and watch darts. Which you don't get judged in a place like England for that. Yeah, no, they're super cool. They're like, you sit down at the bar, like, oh, hey, what do you want? You want a Guinness? Like, yup. Have you ever been to a live darts competition? No, but I really want to go. I've heard that it's just like a bar. Like everyone just like parties and darts are on in the background. Yeah, it's probably awesome. It's very European. I love watching darts. I love playing darts. I enjoy playing. I do not enjoy watching. I'm super good at darts. What about snooker? No, I'm terrible. Well, I used to be good at pool, but my skills are lacking. So isn't snooker different than regular pool? Oh, yeah. It's totally different. I don't know what the fuck the rules are. The balls are just like white and red. I don't know what the hell's going on. I just like the name. I feel (laughs) like it's a good name. Snooker is a good sport name. You can bet on it on my gambling site, which is illegal in Illinois, by the way. Illegal. Yeah. Bad boy over here. Yeah, we talked about that on the last episode. Um, oh, okay. Well, speaking of talking about it, we were talking about Party Down South. Um, my brother-in-law unlocked a fire stick for me so like, I can get 
you know, like a legal, I, <clears throat> I can get streams <laughs> on it. And, um, cause I don't use the internet as well as you do. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. Um, so I was telling Chris, I'm like, oh yeah, like let's, I'm like, if you haven't seen Party Down South, you're going to love it. I'm like, let me see if I can find it. So I found it, and we were watching it. And because it was filmed, like, in the early 2010s, they didn't film it in HD at the time because, like, <laughs> MTV was the – like, they were the last ones to get on the HD bandwagon. And so it's so I, blurry. It's just so blurry. And it's on, like, a 16-9 aspect ratio on my TV. So I have to, like, shrink it down to 4-3 to, like, <laughs> make it look kind of normal. Sounds awesome. But – do you want to be my baby's godfather? But it's free. Yeah, it's free. I thought That's we free. already discussed this. I am the podfather. You are the podfather. <laughs> uh, we haven't discussed if you wanted to be. I we we're open to applications if you want to be the baby's godfather. But I'll, what? I'll put something together. What are the, my people call you? People. What are the requirements? Like, so you just have to like spoil the kid? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, I feel like my brother would be honored to be the godfather, but. I feel like he's once she gets moving and is more than just like a hold the baby baby, he will be spoiling her. And um, just anyway. Yeah, so if we're gonna we might as well give the name to someone else to let someone <laughs> Double else on that. Her. As if she's not gonna be spoiled already. Kristen has three sisters, um, and then a niece who like between her sisters, her mom, my mom, this baby has so many fucking clothes yeah you know what i dress her in Car- what carhartt overalls no she doesn't fit in anything carhartt yet like they only started yeah like, we we already went yeah. over this um i only put her in stuff that i've seen her wear and i know it fits because like i'm not good at like putting clothes on her yet and instead of just swaddling her because Kristen yelled at me that's unacceptable that the baby has clothes so she has to wear clothes we can't just wrap her in a blanket all the time why not um seems fine to me i refuse to put anything new on her because i can't afford to put it on her and it'd be way too small or way too big yeah like oh now we gotta start all over i got her this like hawks onesie that i put it i put it on her once and it was like she was swimming in it. And Chris was like, all right, you need to go change her. I'm like, I did. She's wearing this today. <laughs> Until she pukes on it or poops on it, she's wearing this. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's probably super comfy. Well, that's my thing. It's, well, everything she has is comfy. It's either like fleece or just like thin, soft shirt. Yeah, sounds great. Baby clothes are very comfortable. She also has these things that fold over on her hands. So, like, it's a sleeve like this, and it folds over. And so it covers her hands, so she can't scratch herself. But you know who she looks like? Mike Moffat. Do you know who Mike Moffat is? No. From Seinfeld, the guy who becomes Jerry's bookie. And then Jerry breaks his thumbs accidentally on the car trunk. And so he's holding up, like, white bandaged hands. <laughs> and that's this baby. She holds her hands up all the time. And they're just ra- wrapped in, like, this white shirt. So she looks like Mike Moffat running around. Or yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember his name until you said Jerry breaks his thumbs in the car <laughs> truck. Then I was like, oh, yeah, that one. He's a big phony, that guy. <laughs> 
Okay, so <laughs> some Seinfeld deep cuts. No, I, I didn't tell you that you were the baby's godfather, but I did tell you that you were on the top of the short list. Wow! And as of right now, you're the only name on the list. It sounds promising. Accepting applications. When do you think we have to make a decision? I don't know. Is there a set time? Probably not. I mean, it's probably when they get like baptized. But, like we're not going to get baptized. Like I, the Catholic Church and I don't see eye to eye, and uh, all churches and I don't really see eye to eye. Yeah. They have some pretty lenient policies on kid diddling. Uh, yeah, pretty lenient policies on kids in general. So, <laughs> um, Speaking of churches, my friend, we have to have a shout out to RIP to one of my friend's cousins. Um, he ran the Armands in Lombard, or in Elmhurst, sorry, um, which set me up. That's where we had the rehearsal dinner. You were there. Yeah, I was there. Um, he passed away, and she gave the the eulogy, and she gave the eulogy at the the funeral and stuff, and said it went great, whatever. Um, and then, like a day later, she got a Facebook message from like one of her cousin's friends or something that was there, and he was like, "Oh yeah, great eulogy, blah blah blah." Um, and then like they, she was just like, "Oh thanks, whatever." And they were just like talking for a little bit, and he's like, "So you want to like get dinner sometime?" <laughs> You did tell me this. I forgot we didn't talk about this. What kind of move is that? That's that's my a, response was just like aside from the whole like sorry about your cousin and all that stuff was just like I mean at a certain point stuff is like so crazy that you have to respect that shooters shoot. I guess yeah, you gotta shoot your shot. Yeah, I mean it's a bold opening move though, going from. Hey, good eulogy to, hey, want to get dinner? Well, so oh. how'd you guys meet? Oh, actually, uh, she gave the eulogy at one of my friend's funerals. Yeah, like, uh, maybe not. Yeah, not uh, something you'll see in a Disney movie anytime soon. Probably not. Although it would be a Hallmark movie. Though. No, it would make for a great dark comedy. It, yeah, that's true. Put this on the list of things we have to talk about when we have our L.A. trip. Yes. Okay. Uh, that actually we'll pitch, would. We'll pitch that. Yeah, that... that some legs are there too. That's two episodes in a row. We've come up with some uh, pretty decent ideas. We always come up with d- pretty decent ideas. Okay. Just depends on who agrees with what our view of decent is. But okay. So I texted you this, but I was telling you about when I gave my Nana's eulogy and I, my Nana and I like always had fun together. Like at like 18, I just, started to be like less formal around her and more just like hanging out yeah type like very casual and stuff and just like enjoying the Mm. time with her and stuff yeah so like as we got older like it was more she was very like she was very like more of a friend you know what i mean than like Mm -hmm. a grandma type of thing like you just have a better rapport with her um and so I tried to make her eulogy like light and airy and just like make people laugh and stuff and just know that like she had a good run. She was like 84. So like she had a good run and stuff and she just had two bad weeks at the end. Um, so I give the eulogy and stuff and like the jokes landed. They were going well, which is like the most nervous I've been was like the night before having it all written out and just being like, okay, were you more nervous that that night before or the night before your wedding when you stayed up all night and re-listened to the entire uh, I guess I was more nervous at my wedding because I got sleep um, because I knew that like I, I, I mean more nervous about the wedding because I was up all night yeah I slept the night before my Nana's funeral um, because my 
rationale was like the wedding. I'm going to see most of these people again. So like they're going to remember this. My not as eulogy the only people who I'm going to see again are family. Like yeah. the rest of the people I'll never see again in my life. Mostly because like they're due to die any day now. So, um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah. I didn't know if like the jokes are going to land and stuff. And I was so nervous walking up there that my goal, my, my opening line was just going to tell everyone to please rise and then please be seated. And then to be like, Oh yeah, sorry, father. I always wanted to do that. <laughs> so the next eulogy I do, that's happening, but I don't know when I'm going to get to do one. That's going to be in a church. So yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to die, have me do their eulogy. Yeah, If anyone wants funeral. to have Ray do their eulogy, I guess, let us know. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the jokes and stuff went over well. And I didn't know how well it went until after. And this old lady came up to me and she was like, Oh my God, that was a great eulogy. Blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, thanks. Blah, blah. And then she, she asked you to do her eulogy. She's like, would you want to do my eulogy when I die? And I said, I appreciate it, but that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> so no, I don't want to. I would have said, yeah, I know you would have, and you would have like taken up a friendship with this lady. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Well, maybe, I don't know. Got to see how she lives her life. She never mind. I think she's probably still alive. I know someone who is friends with her. I think she's still alive. I didn't get any requests by mail to do it, so um, I sent you a letter, <laughs> lady. I don't check the mail. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, uh, my post lady sucks. She is the laziest piece of shit on earth. Our mailbox is at the end of the, sh- the end of the driveway, so she doesn't have to get out of her little cart. And whenever we get packages, she refuses to like if they're too big to fit in the mailbox. She, she throws them on the ground by your mailbox. No, she puts a slip in that says "Sorry, we missed you," and it's in my fucking mailbox at the end of my driveway. Like it's not like on the door or anything. Like it's in the mailbox. Because her fat ass didn't want to walk up the driveway to drop off a package. So then, so I, instead of getting out of the car or the little mail truck and like dropping the package on your front doorstep, she writes the "Sorry, we missed you" slip. It probably takes her longer to write the slip than then it get does out. To, yeah, a hundred percent. Yep. Wow. So I go. It was from Canada, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I we have a listener in Canada, and so I messaged him, and I was like, "Hey, um, weird question, but did you send me a package that's requiring a twenty-one and over signature?" <laughs> um, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we got you something. We ordered it from the U.S. website because they're they have locations in the U.S. and Canada." And he was like, "In a." Apparently, they shipped it from Canada, so <laughs> sorry. I was like, oh, no, whatever. It's, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't some, like, I don't know who needs my signature for something, you know? Um, so I take it to the, well, first off, this was on the 23rd. They said we'll try again tomorrow, and they delivered on the 24th. But I taped the thing to my door, like, you sign the back of it and just tape it to the door. Well, she didn't get out of her fucking car to go see it, so instead she just put another slip in there that said, sorry, we missed you. We're only going to hold this until the 30th. Well, the 30th was a Sunday, I think, or something, or Monday. I don't Whatever day it was, was I didn't have any extra days. So I went on the 29th, which was a Saturday, and I hand the guy the slip, and he was like, oh, you know what this is? I'm like, what? And he was like, oh, it's a slip. Like, when, when you're not there and you have a package and it needs a signature, so, like, they give you the slip. I'm like, I know. I have I have these other ones from when she didn't come to my house to grab the slip and drop the package off. And he was like, oh, well, sometimes they, like, knock on the door, ring the doorbell, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, 
I've been home since December 6th. One of us has been downstairs from like 6 a.m. to midnight. There's not a chance she knocked on the door and didn't like, and nobody was home because my dog would have gone absolutely bonkers if you knocked on the door. Yes. And he was like, Can't oh. confirm that. Well, sometimes they're in a rush, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this isn't the first time I've had to drop off one of these, like to pick up my package because she won't walk up the stairs. And he was like, oh, do you want a formal, formal complaint or something? And I'm like, there was a line of like 10 people behind me. I'm like, I want to with like every bone in my body, but like, I feel bad. Everyone's you're the worst. You're the most miserable going to the DMV. The post office has to be like second worst. Yeah. Well, the, the thing about the post office is like, generally the line isn't that long, but it takes forever. It's usually like two people, but you're waiting like 10 to 15 minutes a person. Exactly. You walk in, you're like, Oh, it's not that bad. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Uh Why am I? Because they're filing formal complaints against their mail carrier. Maybe. I figure I'll just do this one online. Um, Let's call the post office. We should do that live. (laughs) I should have recorded my Amazon one. Do you want to talk about my Amazon fight, your ComEd fight, or the Elks overthrow? Choose your own adventure. Uh, Let's start with the Elks overthrow. Okay. I texted you that because I was like in bed staring at the wall or staring on the couch being dead um and i was like hey did i ever tell you how we overthrew the i don't know what to call it um it's not the government of the elks but it's like the government of like the grand wizard um oh what's the guy's name it's not the grand wizard he does have a name like that though um it's it's a kkk reference i know that but um i forget what it's called at the elks lodge anywho um we all joined the Elks Lodge, like me and my buddies, as a joke. Um, and then it was like kind of fun. And so now we're like members and stuff. I think I, I, I've been a member for. Hang on. I'm he's, a, he's digging into his wallet. I'm a card carrying member. Clip. Member for six years. Um, come. Member in good standing? Yes. Come April, it'll be seven years. Um, my goal for the Elks Club is when, when you've been a member for. 25 years you don't pay dues anymore and so like i'll be like 52 and be a member for 25 years and not have to pay the 110 dollars in dues yeah so and then you can just go there and eat for free and whatnot but so so we joined and the one the lodge we're a member in is displays uh which has a bar and restaurant in it and every lodge is different. Most of them don't have restaurants. All of them have a bar in some way. But this one has like an actual bar where you have a bartender and stuff that is like paid staff. So I have some questions regarding your elk membership. Shoot. Does like so that is that that's like your home lodge? What if you're traveling? Can you stop into a different lodge? Yes, you can. And be any like- lodge across America. <coughs> You are welcome with open arms. Because there's one literally across the street. Oh, really? From the studio. You want to be? You can be a member. I can be your reference, and then you can like just get in. You just need two. Billy is another listener. He's a Elks uh, brother. What are some membership benefits? I don't know what your. um, Well, first off, the Elks Lodge is they're a charitable organization so they like they run a lot of fundraisers for basically like needy kids and needy families and stuff and um so that's where like the bulk of your money 
of your dues go to and dues vary at location. Like your dues here might be a lot smaller cause they don't have like a full restaurant and stuff. I don't know how big it is here. Do you know? Hey, I'm sure you haven't been inside. Definitely not. Uh, we can go if you want. I don't remember the handshake, but go there is a handshake, out. but I think I'm young enough for them to buy that. I don't remember the handshake. <laughs> Um, what was your next question, friend? Uh, that was pretty much, I just want, is it like, is it like the YMCA where you're like, oh, this isn't my home, home YMCA? No, you, I mean, you, you do go in and you're just like, cause ours has a key card to get in. So like, if you weren't a member in displays, someone would have to let you in. But like, if you're there, you just ring the doorbell and they'll let you in. Um, and then they'll ask for your card or whatever, see who you are, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a members only place, but. Uh, you that's, can, that's me. I know you can yeah. get in. I just had to make sure with the baby. Anytime my phone goes off, I'm very nervous that like something's going wrong. I had a hockey game a couple of weeks ago and like frantically checking your phone on line changes. Well, no. So basically like I leave my phone in the locker room, like I get changed. We, we got out. We, the game is over. We get in the locker room. I checked my phone and it was like, eight texts from Kristen, like this baby won't go to sleep, blah, blah, blah. I can't believe you left all this stuff, whatever. <laughs> and then the last one was just, I'm going to murder you when you get home. <laughs> so everybody was like, oh, are you going to stick around and hang out after the game? I'm like, I'm out of here in three minutes. As soon as I can get this shit off, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Um, s- sidetrack a little bit. Cause I just had this thought um, from talking about recording phone calls. Oh, God, uh, Craven sent me this thing. This dude that just scams like those, those phone. You know the phone calls you get where it's like robocalls. Yeah. yeah, and it's like push one. This guy, this guy spends hours on the phone with these people, and he, the one that he sent me, it's literally an hour and twenty minute long video, and this guy has like a voice disguiser, so he sounds like an old woman. And this this guy is like telling her to buy um, money like, order or something like iTunes gift cards or Google oh, okay. gift cards or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, and then asking her for the number on the back, and so he's like, okay, so I put it in the thing here, and it says accepted, and so he's acting like he put it into his Google, and the guy is fucking losing <laughs> his mind, and he said he's like says he does it with like. $2,500 worth of gift cards. And the last thing that you hear on the phone call is this guy like screaming in like Indian and the phone just smashing against the wall. <laughs> and he has a timer for like how long he's actually been on the phone. He was on the phone with this guy for four hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But he has this, he has a YouTube channel with like fucking a million subscribers. That's what he does. So he basically like, when they were doing like the gift cards, he's like he's buying them himself or fake buying them. He fake and he then has, fake he, puts them in his own account, and the guy is trying to tell him to put him in his account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has like some thing. He has like some program on his computer where it like auto generates fake codes for that. Oh, and so okay. it, and then he'll like tell them that. That's too. what I was. I was wondering. Like, where did he know? It, yeah, it's how a, many it's numbers? A whole, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. Well, so. if he's. He sounds like a professional. So. He's a, he's a professional. It's, yeah. it's fine. Professional so yeah. What? Anyway, uh, Kit Boga on YouTube. If you're into that, it's fucking hilarious. You always send me YouTube videos that if they're review bra, I watch them. Um, but if I'm not on my computer, other than that, you're like no. I like never watch 
YouTube videos. I guess I could watch them through like Apple TV and stuff, but YouTube, you're on your computer like I'm on the like watching TV. Like I'm on my TV, but like I'm fucking around on my phone or whatever, where you're on the computer just like fucking around instead of being on your phone, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I go pretty deep on YouTube. Sometimes. I know you do. <laughs> and I want, because the ones you send me are the. Danish and O'Neill, that a thing? Oh yeah, I did send yeah. you that. I said, oh, um, like, I, I sent think you I would that, enjoy this. I sent but. you that one where they're on the, um, the it's <laughs> it's a fucking show where they this one lady's a comedian and she's also a professional foosball player. Wow! And so that's like her show on YouTube is like other comedians come on and play against oh, her, okay. and they just like talk shit. It's fucking. These guys show up and it's fucking out of control. I th- I, I looked at them like I think I would like this, but like I don't have thirty minutes to watch. Yeah, and, like, the one guy, the one guy, like pulls a loaded gun out of his onesie. <laughs> like the fuck Christ. is going on? It's incredible, dear lord. Um. What did we talk? Oh, the Elks Lodge. Yeah. Were you looking something up at the same time or no? No. Uh, well, I was actually looking to see if there was like pictures of the Wakanda Elks Lodge because it does look like it's pretty fucking sweet. Um, the only requirements to be an Elks Lodge brother or sister is you need two referrals. So I can be one and I can hook you up with a bunch. Not a big deal. NBD. I, I got a pin for getting 10 or more people to join the Elks Lodge one year. I got like honored at one of the um, meetings. Sick. Not a big deal. So, you're, so you're, you're kind of a big deal. No, nobody knows who I am <laughs> there because I never go. Um, but it's a long-term investment for me. It's going to pay off, assuming I live to be 73 <laughs> years old or something. Uh, I'll get all my money back by then. Um but speaking of money, like that was the big deal. Oh, you need to you need to have two references, be American or a citizen, um, and then be willing to give them a bunch of money every month. No, you just have to say there are some other normal questions, and then you just have to say that you believe in God. But they don't check. Um, How do you check that? That was my biggest question. It's like uh, they're like going, does everybody believe in God? I'm like, do you guys check that? Or he's like, just put yes. <laughs> Um, but uh, no, the the dues are a hundred. It's a hundred and ten bucks a year for the one in displays, and that has to be oh, like a year. Oh, a year, <laughs> yeah. That has. That's what I'm like. I'm like, why would I ever not be a member? I'm like, it's nine dollars a month. Um, it's cheaper than Netflix, exactly. So, and way more enjoyment out of it. Like whenever we go there, they used to do. They still do Queen of Hearts raffles. You know what that is? Oh yeah. yeah. So the one. The big pot at the Elks Lodge was like almost three hundred thousand. There was one in um, Morris. It was over a million, and it, we went and bought a bunch of tickets. Yeah, no, there was one in um, McHenry or Antioch mm, mm-hmm. that was like two mil. Yep, this one in Morris <laughs> was a couple years ago because my uncle and I would go and we buy like a couple hundred dollars worth of tickets, and we got. You have you don't have to be present for the drawing at that one. The Elks, this Elks Lodge, you do, um, but the one in Morris, you don't have to be present for. So we bought a stamp with his name and phone number on it. Just, just boom, 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 boom. Amazing. It was like seven dollars and saved us hours of time. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. We went to I went to go buy tickets for the one up in McHenry, and there was a fucking line down the street, and I was like, forget this. Oh yeah, that's this line was. 
I probably waited in line for like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, no. It was it was like legit an hour and a half wait. And I was like, I'm just going to go to the gun store here and then go home. Well, so one of us would go bust. during work. It would be during the day. So we'd go, yeah, yeah, we'd go yeah, yeah. at like so you 10 a.m. You could go when the, everyone, all the other chumps were at work. Yeah, so we'd go, like one of us would go at like 10 a.m. And we'd switch off every week. Um, and just, I think it was like $300 worth of tickets or something. And we didn't Just win. load up. Yeah. yeah. So but you, they did, they Facebook live the drawing because it was getting so big and everyone wanted to know. That's that amazing. Cool. Um, but so we joined the Elks Lodge and... We didn't know it at the time, but like the restaurant would shut down at like 7 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays and stuff. And then the bar would shut down at like 10 p.m. And I joined with a bunch of my friends. And then my buddy, Billy, his dad, Wilbur, who runs our softball team, the one we talked about, um, him and a bunch of his friends joined. And they're like in their 50s and 60s who like want to have a good time on the weekend close to home. And a place that stops serving dinner at 7 p.m. and closes the bar at 10 p.m. Like, yeah, like what, what are you what's doing? the point? And so we kept like bringing up possible rule changes and stuff. And the head honchos were like, no, unacceptable. The, the lodge won't make money, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, I get that. Like the lodge wouldn't make money before because you didn't have a lot of younger members, but like now you do. And as a member, you can bring guests. There are no limits, so like you can bring ten people, and ten people in a bar at ten o'clock that had eight people at eight p.m. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's room for the bartender to make money, and if a bartender is making money, you can either get a new one, and the bartender will be good, or he might be a good bartender thinking about leaving. They had high turnover in staff because they're not they're not making any money there. Yeah, because, no because one, they're, they're closing at ten. Yeah, dinner service was like from four to seven. Like who? Of course it was. Well, so basically, the good servers would get a second job so and go right there after, yeah. And then eventually would just stop coming to the Elks because they're like, well, like, I can get point? another shift, yeah. yeah. Um, so we kept like bringing up all these things, and they're like, no, there's no way, blah blah. blah. And we're like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, can you just show? Like, we're all members now, so like, can you just show us? what kind of money it would be losing or like when you guys did it and he was like well we can't open the books and then someone was like well actually you guys haven't released the audit results in like three years or something and wilbur's a lawyer and he was like wait what (laughs) and so we did some digging and turned like they didn't release they do like an independent audit every year or were supposed to and didn't have one for the last five years and he was like hey I'm not accusing anybody of stealing, but like, it doesn't look great. Exactly. He was like, you guys aren't doing anything to make us think you won't show anybody the books and you definitely won't do an independent audit. And so we tried to do a vote, um, to force them into doing an independent audit and it didn't pass because we didn't get enough people there to vote. Um, so we ran this like underground campaign for, these like four people like the president vice president whatever um all these people to like get in and we didn't really campaign in the um lodge for them at all it was more done like outside like hey make sure all your buddies come to vote blah blah blah. so we go to vote and um 
like we all show up and you can see these guys are like because we were at the bar before the meeting yeah and they were just kind of like <clears throat> they're oh. like looking around like oh boy. i don't know these people and these are the most people we've ever had in here in a long time and so we get down there and it took the meeting was supposed to start at 7 30 didn't start till 8 because it took so long to get everybody checked in because like the 90 year old guy checking everyone's <laughs> card like it just he was very overwhelmed and so like we were taking our time and stuff and then and we had to do like you do the vote on paper and you put it in the ballot box and then they count them. Well, it usually all happens like right away because like there are 40 people who vote or something. So it just takes like 10 minutes to count yeah. them. There were like 200 people who voted <laughs> this one. And then eventually um, they counted the total ballots and then just started counting it for like the people who were winning and it was all it was the same we were giving out cheat sheets on who to vote for like okay these are the names like just write these down um that's amazing so then like they go and they just like we don't even we're gonna tally all of them later but just know that these people won because we counted the total ballots and we've already gotten more than half so these people have won and it was like <laughs> they won like 75 percent of the votes and I felt so bad. These guys knew that we were asking questions and stuff and like wanted like they knew some the hammer was gonna come down on them and so they had a group of like five guys and just switched like every year who was they would just switch the roles of the cabinet basically. So they yeah, okay. And so like, they, this is some career politician shit. It is. So they brought in some two. They brought in like two people to be like the president and vice president. And these guys were so blind. I felt so bad because they were just like nice guys, but you can tell that they were like idiots. They were there just what, to take the fall. Exactly. They were patsies, and so they never got. They never won. Um, the people never. We never asked for the release of the audit results as long as the new cabinet members, because they were trusted, righted the ship and stuff. So basically, I mean, they re they re they hired a new chef, redid the menu. The food's great now. The bar the bar's open. They can stay open as long as they want to, but they're regularly open well past midnight on the weekends, like usually till like two or three. So. And the bar makes money now. We also got them to do the Queen of Hearts, which what does that do? It's a Thursday night. The restaurant and bar is packed from like 5 p.m. to yeah. 10 p.m. on a Thursday night. And they're like, we've never had this many people here in a week, let alone on one day. Funny how that works, right? Yeah. So so your coup worked out well. It did. It, it was the only one I've ever been a part of, and it went swimmingly. S super good. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend. Uh, yeah. 11 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> yes. But if you want to be a member, let me know. Oh, the one thing that really pissed me off about these guys, because they kept saying, we need to get younger members, we need to get younger members, which is true, because like, their mm -hmm. members die off. Like That's a big concern in the Elks Lodge. So they need young blood. And I was like, oh, you know, the easiest way would be to, on the back of the Elks newsletter every week, put an application or let us download them online and stuff. And they're like, oh, well, we don't want to do that. I'm like, well, that'd be the easiest way for me to like hand someone an application and be like, hey, fill this out. Or just send someone the link, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> and so I think they were able to – they put them online, but not after like a year of fighting with them, but they still refused to like put it in the back of the newsletter. Whatever. It's so enough. is there going to be another overthrow? <laughs> no, no. Now – well, it's funny because they all – like him and his crew left. I don't know if they went to a different lodge or something, but like they don't come to displays anymore. So they went, they got their ball and left. They, 
<laughs> took their ball and went home. Yep. They were done scamming everyone. They Ex- got caught. I don't think that they were scamming people. I think that they... Oh, by the way, this fucking asshole. Uh, my cousin used to drive the Wienermobile. She was a hot dogger for Oscar Mayer. And she really took a left turn. She lives in Desplaines, And so she brought the Wienermobile there. And we were driving it around town. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, let's bring it to the Elks Lodge. I'm a member. Like, we'll take a picture in front. I just wanted to send it to my buddies because I thought it'd be hilarious. So it pulls up in the parking lot. And all these old people come out and stuff. And I was talking to the guy who was president at the time. And then the person who writes the newsletter was there at the time and so we took two pictures he took a picture in front with his wife or something and then i took one with my cousin and the president at the time Mm -hmm. and they like took down my name and stuff and i was like yeah let me know if you need like more information about it they posted the picture of him and his wife in the newsletter and not me and not once did i get a reference in the newsletter about bringing the wiener bringing the wiener mobile mobile there very salty about that. So I was happy to see him go. I'm a big fan of the Wienermobile. It was fun. I have a video of me inside that I asked my cousin. I was like, hey, can I post this online? And she was like, yeah, why not? I'm like, well, didn't you say there are like issues with people being allowed on the inside of it? And she was like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. Well, two days later, she was like, hey, I need you to take down that video. My boss texted me about it. <laughs> so it turns out, yes, but actually no. Correct. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I have a wiener whistle on my desk at work. Oh, nice. I have like eight at home if you need another one. Maybe I do. I don't know. There might be one in the bag I brought you, the bag of goodies. Oh. Which I don't really know what's in there. But. I, there's some weird shit in there. I was, it was from Kristen's work. There's like some inflatable pineapples, like giant sunglasses. Did we like talk your... about how pineapples are like a symbol that swingers use? No. Yeah, I guess like outside or something if like you have pineapple or a pineapple something outside your house like it's code that you guys are swinger friendly oh hang one up in my in my <laughs> hang it by the boat launch who knows what yeah kind of i'll hang one attract. up in the backyard by, yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the fence in the backyard yeah. um what else do we have to talk about do you want to talk about your comrade fight it wasn't really a fight it was just comrade pissing me off because I went, well, I don't even know what day that was, Thursday, Friday, something like that. There's literally, my street, there's one way to get in and out. It's one truck wide. It's it Yeah, it's one lane. It's a tiny little fucking street. ComEd decided to park there to block any means of it blocks entrance you. or exit it blocks three houses yeah it blocks you and your neighbors so like literally you guys cannot leave and it was like eight forty-five in the morning and they parked their cars there or they like the big fucking two big work trucks there and then they were like tooling around in the comed pickup truck to tell people that they were going to start working on the power lines and that there was going to be expected outages <laughs> And so I go outside and I'm like looking around like, what the fuck? Where are these fucking people? And like 10, 15 minutes go by and they pull back up and they're like, oh, do you need to get out? I'm like, yes, I need to get out. <laughs> I'd be so, I would have been livid. So it, I don't, I don't know. It was just like, the, why would you think parking there is an okay idea? Especially if you like, look, there was at least four cars parked down here. Where it's like, hey, maybe these people might need to get out while we're gone for 20 minutes. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, even though I know they're fucking idiots, um, that it was 
January second or January first, whatever it was. It was a day that a lot of people are just off, and I think that they were like, "Oh, no one's going to work" or whatever. Blah blah. blah. Well, even if you're not going to work, it doesn't mean you're staying in your fucking house. Yeah, right. Like, uh, m- yeah, maybe they're planning on getting out of the house, even if they're not working and getting shit done. Exactly. Fucking assholes. That was like my Amazon fight wasn't that good, but I ordered something on Amazon. It was sixteen ninety nine, and it was defective. It was like these hockey socks that like the elastic was. It was New Year's Eve day. There you go. Yeah. So wait, New Year's Eve day. It was the thirty first. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So New Year's Eve. It was the day of New Year's Eve. Yes. Because it was during the day. It wasn't the evening. You fuck. So it's New Year's Eve. Day. Is it's the eve of New Year's. Yeah. The day before, eve. It's the, in the evening, though. That's when it hits. Okay. Once the sun goes down. Didn't you know that? Okay. <laughs> um, so I ordered some on Amazon. It was like sixteen ninety nine, defective, whatever. They sent me a new pair right away, no questions asked, whatever, and never said anything about having to return them. And then I got like an automatic email like a week later, and it was like, hey, just a reminder to return those things that were defective. And so I'm looking online to, like, find the return label. Well, they never sent me one, and I couldn't access it through my account. Normally, you just, like, click it, yeah, and you it can shows just click you the it label. And you, it yeah. gives you, like, a thing you can just print out and take So it never box. happened, and I was like, oh, like, maybe it's an automated system type of thing, and, like, I got it by mistake, but I can't get a label, so, like... No big deal. Whatever. I got another email. They're like, we're going to charge you if you don't return them by this day, whatever. The day was New Year's Eve. So I'm like, Eve day. Um, So I was just like, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking return these. And then sure enough, like the 27th or whatever, I get my credit card gets hit for $16.99. So I call up Amazon and I'm like, hey, I was talking to Megan from Bangladesh. Sure, sure. Um, And... I was just like, hey, I like explained the whole thing. And she was like, okay, cool. Um, I'll send you a label and you can take it to any UPS. I'm like, wait, I want to take it to Kohl's because like I don't have a box or anything. And like it's in a jewel bag. Like I almost threw these out. I don't have a box to return them in. And she was like, oh, well, I can only give you like a ups drop off i can't do a coals or whatever i'm like okay then just send an empty box to my house and i'll put the stuff in it and send it right back and she was like oh we can't send you a box i'm like okay well what do you want me to do and she was like oh just go buy a box i'm like okay so now you sent me something that was fucked up i have to leave my house go buy a box and then go somewhere else and mail it and she was like uh that's the only option I have. I was like, okay, cool. That's not an option for me. I'm not doing that. not doing that. that. I said unacceptable like 40 times in this one-hour conversation. Entirely unacceptable. I'm like, no, that's unacceptable. I refuse to do this. And then so eventually she kept saying she was talking to her supervisor, which just meant like she was putting me on hold and like checking her phone for 20 minutes. Um, Then eventually she comes back and she was like, okay, so I've decided, or the supervisor said that we can give you a refund. I'm like, okay, do you remember like 30 minutes ago when like I tried to find a way to return these for you and then eventually just said, okay, just give me my money back then instead because like I'm not going through all this work and you said, I can't do it. Your manager said you can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And now mysteriously you can do it. And they're like, well, we've looked at your history and you've been a member of Amazon Prime for like, this is like 2009 or something. Um, and I'm like, I, 
none of this is new. All I told you all of this before. Yeah, this is this is not news. Well, there's nothing worse than when you sit on the phone talking to these idiots who like have to talk to their quote manager, put you on hold, and then come back and they're like, "Oh, my manager said this." Well, I'm like, "Well, let me talk to your manager." Oh, my manager can't take incoming calls right now. I'm like, "Well, I'm done. Ridiculous. I'm, I'm done. I got my money back. Whatever. Fuck that." Yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. A hundred percent of the time, I need to talk to the manager. Gets you where you need to be. So I, I'm like, let me talk to your supervisor. Let me talk to your supervisor. Let me, like I don't. I'm yelling into the phone, but I'm not yelling at her type of thing. Like, I'm just very frustrated in the whole process. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me talk to somebody else because like you don't deserve to have me tell you the same thing over and over again and like us keep repeating think if the call center was in the united states she probably would have hung up on me like 10 minutes in the conversation <laughs> but whatever it, they can't hang up on you unless you swear at them uh, i was i was cursing not at them that's, but i was yeah. cursing so like that's why i was like they would have hung up on me like a hundred <clears throat> yeah times. they might have hung yeah. up on yeah <clears throat> and it gets to a point too sometimes when i'm arguing with people where like I know things aren't going anywhere, and so I'm content with them hanging up and me calling again to get somebody else. But. Yeah, and well, and then you also have that in your bill. Well, like, I was talking to Megan, and she hung up on me, Megan. which is entirely unacceptable. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> it was Megan spelled M-E-G-A-N. That's Megan. That's, yeah. Yeah. Last time I checked, that's Megan. Yep. Just like Devin. <laughs> Fucking asshole Devin. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from he was in Final Destination, he was in Idle Hands, and then he was in Slackers. And Wild America. Okay. And the voice of Casper. Duh. Um well how long are we recording? This, this is like an hour almost. Yeah, because I have a lot to talk about, Kristen Bell, that I feel like we can save minutes. next time. Um so do you want to just end with um did, okay. Have you had a Popeye's chicken no, sandwich yet? I didn't have it yet. I had Taco Bell yesterday. Actually, yesterday was a big Tex-Mex day. I had Chipotle for lunch because Kristen, Kristen had already eaten. and um, So aggressive. I got to get lunch by myself, uh, so I had Chipotle. Um, it's close to my house. So like it's, it's, it's easy to get whatever. Um, then for dinner, I bought dinner to make for Sunday night, um, but I didn't want to make it on Saturday night. And I was telling Kristen, I'm like, why don't I just go grab something, whatever. And she's like, what do you want? I'm like... I want something that I know you don't want. And she's like, okay, you want Taco Bell. Let's think of something else. So we're like, we couldn't think of anything because she can't make a decision. And like, I really only want Taco Bell because I haven't had it since Mackenzie was born, which is well over a month, which is my longest Taco Bell drive spell ever. Um, And so eventually she's like, all right, fine. Like, let's just, that's the sign of like a great partner in a relationship she's just like i know you don't she like just it. Ga- she just gave up and said let's get talking well she's Bell. like i'll bite the bullet like i can order something she gets one of the power bowls which is kind of like chipotle which she doesn't really like chipotle anyways um we got in a huge argument over whether or not taco bell was tex-mex which a quick google search will let you know that taco bell is the most famous tex-mex fast food chain well yeah i mean taco bell's literally just tex-mex for like white people. Well, and our nephew is a Marine and I was like, well, Taco Bell was started by a former Marine. So like we should go to Taco Bell. <laughs> wow. 
whatever. So we got it because she she was just like whatever. Like I'll bite the bullet and let him. She understands that I haven't had it in a month, so like it will. You know, it, it was a nice treat. So I had that. Um, but I really haven't had like fast food since like the baby was born. So what'd you get? I actually ordered extra on accident because she sent me her order and I was so flustered by like having not been there for a month and not knowing if I wanted to get like those tacos, like seasonal tacos they have right now or like my usual order or like whatever. What are the seasonal tacos? They have one like the Reaper Ranch, which is like that spicy ranch. Um, They have like a few. They have like two other tacos. Let's just head to the Taco Bell website. But so I had to order her thing. It screwed up my order, so I accidentally got some extra food. I had, and it tore apart my stomach too, by the way. I woke up in the middle of the night. Do you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? To go to the bathroom out of your butt? Um, Does your body wake you up? Not normally, but yes, it definitely has happened. Because Onion Pizza said it never happens to him and that it's weird that it happens to me. And I said, it's weird that it happens so often to me. Yeah, it's weird that it happens so often to you. It's, but it's not, not weird, weird that it happens. Correct. I just wanted, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah. No, that that definitely is a thing that where you wake up and you're like, oh boy. So I ordered a nacho cheese Dorito taco, the... Two chicken chalupa with a hard shell taco value meal, a steak quesadilla, and an order of nachos. Wow, that's it aggressive. was a lot of food. Um, you know what i I haven't been to Taco Bell in a little bit, but <clears throat> the two chicken chalupas, but instead of sour cream, get the cheesy gordita crunch sauce. I get it without sour cream, and I just load a bunch of hot sauce on there. It, whatever. I same difference, but yeah, it's. I'll accept the CGC sauce because it's fantastic. So much better. And then uh, that's when I was like, "Wait, why haven't they made a double, like a CGC, but with a chalupa instead of a taco? Because that would be incredible." So you want a cheesy gordita crunch, but instead of the. Instead of the hard shell taco, use a chalupa. Well, so it's basically the outside is the soft shell tortilla. Yeah. And then the inside is the taco shell. Yeah. Which is like a half the size of a chalupa shell. What? Yeah. So what? Figure you know out. the chalupa shell is that outside shell deep fried, right? Yeah. So you want the outside Yes, shell. I know what I want. This is like an $8 item. <laughs> You've described an $8 item. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds awesome, though, doesn't it? That's, I guarantee you, I don't work in the Taco Bell chef test kitchen, but that's why they haven't done it. It is too expensive. It's not. <laughs> you need to start like a highbrow Taco Bell where it's like only they can sell it at the one in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I don't think people go to Vegas to go to the Taco Bell to buy like expensive things. The people who go to the Taco Bell in Vegas go for cheap ass food or to get married. Or both. Or margaritas. Cheap-ass fiancés. Anyways. I didn't have the Popeye's chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I talked to someone else at my office, and he 100% agrees with me. The chicken is relatively the same as Chick-fil-A. The thing that puts it over the top is the bun. The Popeye's bun is better. I believe it. I had um, a couple weeks ago one of the crispy chicken signature artisan sandwiches from McDonald's. The 
the patty is the chicken is like beefier than their normal ones, um, but the bun is like a brioche bun. It's like yeah. pretty solid. Big brioche bun guy. Yeah, it's very good. So um, ringing endorsement. I would say yes. I'm I'm a fan. Okay. If you guys want to do homework for the podcast, watch a few shows on HGTV. We're going to get into that next week. You just rolled your eyes. I did. PJ, I got, I'll fill out the doc. Oh, no. I, I'm well aware, but it's funny that you're telling people to watch HGTV. I have, well, so we've been watching it since the baby was born. Like, once, since we got home, it's been like mindless TV that's been on the background, on in the background. Cause when people come over, you're not watching it, whatever. But like, sometimes it'll spark a conversation or whatever. And then Kristen and I just like, when people leave, just like leave it on. And then it's we, just on 24 7 at the Adriani house. We have a lot of thoughts. Big, big HG. Okay. A lot of thoughts. Teaser, what's your favorite show on HGTV? And then we'll leave it at that. My favorite show to watch, like that I enjoy it, or the show that I get the most in- hate enjoyment out of? Yes. Either I don't one. think I have a favorite show on there. <coughs> There's just shows that piss me off the least. And the only one that I can remember is Good Bones. It's this chick and her mom. Um, it's a very incestual family. I'm familiar with that. the show. I'll get into that one next week. If you met my dad, all he watches is HGTV. Really? Patch is a big HGTV yeah. guy? Because I used to be like very against it until now. And now I just, he just hate watch it. He absolutely loves it. Is Treehouse Masters on HGTV? No, I think that's on DIY. Because that guy's fucking weird and I it's love it. It's on DIY. Um, Anyways, we're going good, too deep already. Good Bones, good show. Um the show that I think I hate watch the most would be Flipper Flop. It's with that guy and the chick who were married. Then they filmed a season when they you could tell they were about to get divorced. And then they filmed the last season as they are divorced. And then now the chick has her own show. I'll get into that, too. There's a lot to there's unwrap a, with There's that. a lot. Okay, great. So we have that to look forward to on episode, what is that, 58? 58. Excellent. And now we're done. Man, swear to God. Okay. Y'all ain't tried that okay. chicken okay. sandwich yet. Okay. Here, I bought everybody in the house one. Trash. I'm sorry, it's so good. Make you rap about it. Oh, shit, dog. I just ate a Popeye chicken sandwich. They be sleep, dog. Got me licking, licking all on my fingertips, dog. Sauce, pickles, and that chicken super crisp, dog. If you bought the last two, I'll punch you on your shit, dog. Man, man, I thought they was lying. This sandwich hell of fire. Made me go get back in line. They said they didn't have more. I went straight out the door. I was mad, so I smacked they cups all on the floor. Went outside, saw two customers get in a fight. I thought I seen one of customers pull out a knife. People get beat and leaving in the ambulance. I took a bite and I dipped it in some fucking ranch. Popeye's jugging in the jumpin' like two traps on stumpin'. When I took it out the bag, I saw my heart was pumping. And if you bomb more to me in my game jumping. And if you bomb more to me in my game jumping. Oh shit, dog. I just ate a Popeye's chicken sandwich, dip it's lit, 